So the nationwide statistic on what it costs to bring in a physician into you know, a health system or a medical practice, on average, is about $40,000 all in. So yes, it is a costly process. Welcome back to The Break Room. I am your host, Alexis Murray, and thank you for joining us for episode 12. Finding a new physician for your practice is not easy, and physician shortages certainly do not help. The Association of American Medical Colleges estimates that the United States will face a shortage of between 40,000 and 100,000 physicians by 2030. And healthcare is not the only industry suffering from a labor shortage. A new report from ADP and Moody's Analytics details a growing labor shortage as U.S. employers are finding it increasingly difficult to fill the country's 6.7 million job openings. So today we want to explore the best ways to recruit a new physician in today's challenging job market. And we're going to talk with Lisa Frieda, Director of Physician Recruiting here at Privia Health. Lisa brings over 20 years of progressive physician recruitment experience, and her expertise ranges from hiring clinical talent for solo practitioners to nationally recognized health systems. Let's head over to Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lisa. Tell us about your background in physician recruiting and what led you to start working in this business. Well, I've been hiring physician talent for nearly 20 years, 25 years now. Um, and it was, um, healthcare has always been something I've been very passionate about. And, uh, you know, due to a variety of circumstances, I was led down this path and I've loved it so much. I've stayed here ever since. So according to the Association of American Medical Colleges, the United States will face a shortage of between 40 and 100,000 physicians by 2030. Why are we seeing a shortage of this magnitude? So there's actually three things that are contributing to this shortage. Um, Firstly, we have an aging population. Uh, The 65 and older population will grow to something that looks like 40 to 45% within the next 10 years. And this is the population. um, Right now, it's 20% that is utilizing 80% of the medical dollars. Uh, The second thing is um, our residency programs rely on federal money for training those physicians. And those slots have not grown in 20 years. They've actually been frozen. Um, The third thing that has contributed to our present shortage is the Affordable Care Act. People now have access to health care, where before uh, many did not. When healthcare organizations are looking for candidates, where are they going? And does it vary by specialty? Is it easier to fill positions for primary care versus you know, oncology or cardiology, or is it equally as challenging across different specialties? Well, I think it does depend on the specialty. There are some very, very niche places that one who is in a, you know, a specific area of medicine, they might be likely, and, you know, they might just rely on, you know, just their academy or their, um, I find that some of these specialties are, have terrific and well-known and branded services for um, physician recruitment. And then other entities or disciplines within medicine um, aren't as prepared and they haven't been as proactive about it. So it really just depends specialty by specialty and there's no silver bullet. Uh, Sometimes you just have to try as many things that you have at your disposal in order to get the actual traction. 
there is no one solution. I find that uh, there are, within my team, there must be 10 different avenues that we go down in order to find um, a physician. And sometimes, especially with the specialists, we have had as many as 80 candidates for one opening before we actually hired someone. So it's a, a lot of kicking of tires. It's a lot of checking things out, but it doesn't lead to anything. It just is a lot of roll up your sleeves and get to work. So what is the physician recruitment timeline and how challenging is it for a practice to fill a vacancy? I tell most of our practices who are thinking about the fact that they might be bringing on or needing to bring on another physician that time will not be in their will not be their friend if um, they are under the belief that they can do it quickly. I, I recommend 24 months as being the lead time to give a practice enough time to do ample recruiting, uh, ample interviews. Um, and give themselves the um, the give them the advantage to hire the best person who's going to be the best long term fit for their practice. And is this a costly process? We know a lot of private practices don't have a physician recruiter on staff. Is this something that they have to invest a lot in to really successfully do? So the nationwide statistic on what it costs to bring in a physician into a you know a health system or um, a medical practice, on average, is about $40,000 all in. So yes, it is a costly process. Healthcare organizations are looking to younger providers when building for their future, but many young providers are choosing the hospital route instead of private practices. What exactly are younger physicians looking for, and why are private practices not their first choice? Physicians nowadays coming out of training are straddled with quite a bit of medical school debt. It's not uncommon for them to have $200,000 by the time they finish a residency program. And uh, so they are going and attracted to the jobs that pay the most and can offer medical school debt forgiveness. Uh, The second thing that um, residents coming out of training are looking for, since we are working with a millennial audience, they are very much focused on a work-life balance. Uh, Gone are the days of the physician who is accustomed to and wants to work a 60-hour work week. Given this tough climate, what should independent practices emphasize when they're talking to providers that they are looking to recruit? I tell practices, focus on your positives. There are lots of reasons why group practice is a desirable venue for someone to work with. And um, I feel that a lot of physicians looking for employment, they feel that there's this false sense of security in hospital employment. I actually think that as um, time goes on, more and more health systems are going to understand that this is a very expensive avenue to go. They're realizing they're losing money, and um, hospital-employed physicians are very expensive, and often they don't meet their overhead. So 
eventually I've envisioned this being a situation where we're going to see layoffs. Um, Even insurance companies are starting to um, focus on the fact that when services are performed at hospitals, that it's more expensive. And they're denying you know, that they're denying that access. They want to see those patients go elsewhere because it's less expensive, whether it's imaging services or um, other procedures. They're steering them away. Other things that practices can also focus on is that having ownership in a practice lends to a lot of um, pride and autonomy. Mm-hmm. And over time, that independent physician can actually make up the loss for that initial guaranteed salary um, if the practice has the ability to offer other revenue streams like ancillary services. We've talked about organizations acquiring new talent, but they're also preparing to sunset physicians who are looking to retire. Science Daily reports that physicians are retiring at a rate of 18% annually. From your perspective, how can practices ease the process of losing a provider and prepare for their future? Start as early as uh, 12 to 24 months. Give yourself lots of lead time. Uh, Have meaningful conversations with those potential physicians that might be sunsetting out of your practice. Open the dialogue early. Get an idea what they have in mind. We cannot hire and replace a physician overnight. It takes a long time. Be proactive. Um, React quickly to potential candidates that might be interested in talking to you about your practice. If you delay on that activity, you increase your chances of losing them. They're going to go to the next practice that's going to act quickly. Be flexible and be accommodating uh, to meet them on a schedule that is conducive for them. If they're visiting the area and they happen to be there anyway, this is um, an opportunity for you to interview or visit with them and at least start the dialogue. Get the dialogue going early and uh, be uh, just you know, uh, flexible with their, with their schedule, even though their timeline might be 12 or 18 months down the road. Chances are when, uh, you know, 18 months from now, you still might be looking and uh, you're still going to be in the same position. So, uh, you know, talk to people who have a sincere interest in your area and your practice and at least get the conversation going. How does Privia support practices with physician recruitment needs, and what successes has your team seen in this work? Well, we have a very, very seasoned staff of um, individuals on our team. And uh, in addition, not just the experience that we have, but we also have a lot of um, state-of-the-art tools and resources right at our disposal. Um, Privia as an organization has been um, extremely um, open-minded and forward-thinking about the um, need for recruiting additional talent for our services. So they've been very liberal in our um, acquisition of services and tools and the -the state-of-the-art aspects of recruiting. Um, We, as an entity, go to uh, national and local conferences. We visit with local residency programs. We stay current within our own association of to constantly learn what's new and understand, you know, what new tools might be at our disposal. Um, we used to recruit by placing an ad in the um, the medical journals. Well, no one is looking for jobs in medical journals anymore. Um, nowadays, it's all done online. It's all done with um, 
um, smartphones and apps that are conducive for that. So as the years have gone on, so has the, uh, you know, the technology and staying ahead of it is a job in itself. And finally, what do you enjoy about working with physicians? You know, you've been working in physician recruitment for quite some time. What's kind of kept you in this business and working in healthcare? I honestly think that there's something really special about anyone that takes care of people for a living. Um, ever since I started in this um, space of hiring talent in the um, physician arena, um, I have loved it. Um, and uh, I love the idea of finding um, individuals that are um, passionate about healthcare, passionate about what they do and uh, committed to taking care of um, patients. So um, for me, it's always been extremely rewarding, and, um, and I just enjoy it. I have a lot of fun with it. it. There's a lot of satisfaction that I get from helping our practices within Privia um, find the talent, our next wave of um, physicians who are going to be taking care of you know, our patients in the future. Thank you for listening in and thank you to Lisa for joining us today. You can subscribe to future episodes or check out past episodes at go.priviahealth.com slash the break room. You can also find the break room on iTunes. So please subscribe, rate this episode and leave a review. If you have any questions or want to learn more about how we're putting independent physicians back in the driver's seat of healthcare, please contact the Privia team at 888-996-0232.